right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. Welcome to Two Guys Garage Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and Brenton Productions. Hey, it's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And ooh, man, dude, today it's all about, well, heights, suspensions. So heights performance. Heights has been, for me anyway, they're one of those cool names you see under the badass cars when you get to autocrosses, when you get road courses. You see old muscle cars doing things that old muscle cars aren't supposed to do, Kevin. Like they're not supposed to do that stuff. They're breaking the rules, man. Yeah, I mean, there is nothing cooler than a classic car, you know, but when you really drive one, they're horrible, you know, in their stock form. And I don't care if you go and replace all the bushings, right? Tighten everything up. You're still on 50, 60 year old technology. I mean, it is sloppy. It is unresponsive. It is unexhilarating. There's not a lot of, you know, super fun factor, except you got a lot of cool. But man, yeah. when you can change the game, you pull out a catalog, start changing a few parts. Oh, man. Yeah, man. And Heights is doing things that, you know, you couldn't dream about doing in a muscle car or a hot rod just several years ago. I really think they burst onto the scene with some Tri-5 stuff back in the day. And I'll never forget, man, once you saw the, you know, that Heights IRS, that independent rear suspension, it's so signature. Once you saw that under a car, you're like, whoa, that Pro-G IRS kit? You're like, wait a minute, that... That's got McNasty written all over it. That car is doing some things, man. That's some sauce. That 57 Chevy didn't come with that, <laughs> right? What's he packing under there? <laughs> yeah, man. Who invited the Heights guy to the party? <laughs> yeah, you know that car is going to be doing something. Yeah, and man, as always, when you when you see these upgrades available for, you know, Camaros for Tri-Fis for Novas or Universal kits to allow guys with old Mopars to put them in there. When you see this stuff available, knowing that it can dynamically change the performance of your car, it could take your car from something that had more body roll than you know than the Titanic, right? And it's something that hugs a corner like it's on rails, like it literally feels like a new wicked design sports car. And that's what they do for us. For a street rod, hot rod, muscle car guys. I mean, you get two turns of the head. You know, when you pull up in an old classic car, people, oh, wow, that's so awesome. Oh, I'd love to be in that. I'd love to own one of those. And then when you go ripping around a corner, when you go leave someone in the dust, you know, whether it's on a public street or on a track, an autocross, yeah. you know, you're doing a track day or whatever. I mean, you get the double take because that's when you get mad respect because not only are you riding around some classic metal, 
you are ripping that thing around and showing it off and competing with pretty much all the new stuff that's out there. Yeah, and there's nothing like you talk about somebody that gets the crowd engaged in it. You see an old muscle car out there banging with some of the kids and, you know, beamers and new sports cars. And, you know, you got to get you got to get loud for something like that. When you see, you know, a, a Gen 1 Camaro, a Nova, you know, a, an old Mopar, a Mustang with all these goods under it. And I don't care if it's, you know, control arms or complete suspension kits, if it's cross members, if it's, you know, some housings, rear ends, independent rear suspensions, sway bars, third members, subframe connected, whatever you got under your car. If it says heights, you know you're getting guaranteed badassery, some wicked stuff, and it's going to be a contender on any road course, any autocross, any track. Well, that's one of the things I like, you know, at Heights is they've got all the options. So, right, you can pick and choose if, whether I want just componentry or whether I want a whole front end, I want a whole rear end clip, or do I want the whole frame and everything, right? Because yeah. when you just plop that frame underneath there, you've got front suspension, rear suspension, right? You've got the springs, you've got the dampers, you got all the cornering that you could possibly handle. You can do the brake kits on there as well. So now you got brakes to go along with it. And when you're doing the front, boy, you step up from an old like recirculating ball type steering oh box. Man, that's got like 180 degrees of slop in the steering wheel. <laughs> right. And you convert over to a rack and pinion. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is. It's it's night and day. I only laugh because old Chrysler's anybody that's ever driven an old Mopar knows that grease power steering with all the ball bearings. So it's real. Literally, when you see a turn, you start turning two or three car lengths before. It's real mushy, super soggy. I mean, body roll like you wouldn't believe. And the worst thing is a lot of those old muscle cars came on like 13, 14 inch tires. It was like the guy that skipped leg day at the gym. You know, it's terrible. So, you know, allowing new components with all the engineering, all the robust dynamics, all the, you know, the capability of, you know, really throwing it through a corner, you know, a chicane, coping, you know, any road course, any autocrosser, just driving it and getting some fun out of it. They really changed the game. So we got to take a break now. When we come back, Mike Ruth, the chief application engineer from Heights, is joining the Two Guys Garage podcast. Couldn't be more excited. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And we are back after the break. All right, it's the Two Guys Garage podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And we have Mike ready to join. And Mike, I got to tell you, man. You're the man that's probably been there longer than anybody else at Heights. You are the chief application engineer. You've seen it all. Been around a long time, I guess. It's real white hair that I have. I mean, you can't see it on the radio, <laughs> but I, I speak fluent old. But still having a ton of fun, man. That's what it's all about. And you really do. When you say tons of fun, when you say more than anything, that's what you at heights kind of do when you bring in when you alter the car the way the car moves right the way the car not only comes through a turn but handles the road the way you feel it the way you want to drive your car the personality the car gets after upgrading a lot of these components that's really what you're doing is increasing the fun factor of old cars and old platforms yeah 100 right there we um you know, everybody likes the look of a uh, of an old Mopar or, or a Camaro or 55 Chevy, whatever. Problem is, after driving all these cars the last 20 or 30 years with rack and pinion and nice disc brake setups and lots of power, you climb into one of those things and you feel like you're driving a tractor. So, you know, we did the best of both worlds. We're, we're making all this stuff to turn a 67 Camaro 
into a 2019 or 2020 Camaro. Yeah. We're putting the IRS parents in them. We're putting these killer front suspensions, six piston brakes, and you know stuff like that. We make the mounts for an LS motor or big block or small block, so you can put whatever power plant you want, five speed, six speed, doesn't matter, and um, putting a smile back on a lot of people's faces. Yeah, I mean, the conversion, Kevin, you know this, going to those old pivot points, ball joints, tie rod ends, you know, all the pitmen, all this stuff, right, and getting rid of that heavy, cumbersome, loose kind of mechanisms into a rack and pinion where you could tighten everything up, you lower the CG. This thing's got angles and, and you know, bump steering and all the performance and, and everything you could ever want so that you, you're driving your 67 Camaro, but you're driving it like a new Corvette or, a, you know, a 2019 Camaro or something. Like, you're, you're hauling the mail in it, and it doesn't feel like a first-gen Camaro. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you can you got kind of two paths. So you can take, you know, the original intent kind of designs and you can maybe, you know, upgrade to some tubular arms. It's going to get a little stiffer. You know, maybe you can do a little bit of adjustment on where your pickup point is, but most of the suspension kits kind of use what's there. So you're really locked into what somebody designed, you know, 50, 60 years ago. Uh, so you can buy the components and try to get some upgrades or you can buy the whole front end. You can buy the whole back end, yeah. right? Like, so yeah. pick your poison, right? I mean, really where I'm at is it's the system, right? What's the system gonna get me? And that's like, especially on a front end, right? Cause it includes steering, right? You're getting the whole front end that includes not just the suspension, but now you got the cornering, you got the turning, you got the feel in your wheel, right? You put a column with that thing with a little bit of tilt on it. And all of a sudden you are styling. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, and Mike, you have probably, you know, tell us a little bit about the evolution and, and what you've seen in the industry because now more than ever, guys are starting to have some expendable income. They're starting to throw money at these restaurants, which has got to be your territory. It's got to be your market because more and more, the more auctions I go to, the more I see resto mods and old school cars coming back to life with big time suspension underneath them and upgraded. So that's got to be, you know, it's got to be something you live for and love to see. Well, we definitely were lucky and got in on the curve long before it, it actually started. And we took our, we originally had an independent rear suspension for the street rod cars. And basically it was mostly for looks, you know, we, I mean, nobody takes a 23 T bucket and tries to go around corners in it. And <laughs> it was mostly the look thing, but as the factories, you know, 2010 came around and, Christ, you know, Mopar Challengers are getting these things and Camaros and Mustangs. All of a sudden, people got used to driving these independent rear suspension cars. And people are like, man, you know, I'd like to stick this on my old Mustang or, or my old Challenger or whatever. So we started building these bolt-in kits. So the average guy drill a few holes and, you know, two guys in a weekend can turn up, you know, an, an old, like a 66 Nova. Iconic look. They're great cars, you know but drive one of those things. I mean, 90 miles an hour, and you're taking your life in your hands, you know? And um, in one weekend, you can turn one of those things into a, like a brand new vet. And, you know, so you got the best of all the world. You got killer handling, unbelievable braking power. And the best part about it is they're not really like a racing suspension. You can drive it on the street and you get a much better ride than what it came with from the factory. So, Pretty easy, uh, especially yeah. for a married guy to talk his wife into, hey, huh, and the car drives, and you, <laughs> you, you can drive it if you want. It's like driving a new car, you know? So it's the best of all the worlds, and we've been, you know, lucky enough to, to just, you know, 
get ahead of the curve, like I said. So we're, you know, we make them for all different kinds of cars. Well, you, you said a couple of key things, you know, that DIY, that being able to put it on yourself. I mean, that that's huge for a lot of people, right? I mean, one, because they like to build their own cars, they like to build their own stuff. But, you know, two, you think about taking something that's got to get cut and welded and grafted in and you know, new floor pans and all this stuff. And you're thinking, wow, that's that's a little bit more than I got in my garage. And now you're thinking big time dollars at another shop. But, you know, if you can change the fundamental dynamics of your car yourself, right? I mean, maybe give us a little bit of examples on, on what it takes to get one of these, you know, front or rear ends in, in one of these vehicles. How hard is it? You said to take maybe like a weekend with your buddy? The, uh, like, let's say a 68 Camaro, first gen Camaro, you know, our, our cross member bolts in, you unbolt the original front subframe, you can, you know, and then bolt ours right in its place. Wow. The big thing is not only do a lot of people not have a, a chassis cable of welding plasma cutters and all that stuff, you know, you don't have the knowledge, let's say of, of where all the suspension pickup points need to be, you know, where the spindle needs to be placed, how the rack works. This stuff's all figured out for you already. So you just bolt the thing in, bolt all the components together. Most guys can put a brake system on, bolt the rack the pinion up, you know, put motor mounts in, that that kind of stuff. It, it, you know, it, it's not too bad of a deal. And the same with the rear. I mean, you take the rear suspension, the old leaf springs off the car, and our saddles are made to fit the rear frame. They yeah. slide right up in there. And I'm telling two guys in a weekend, and the difference is just unbelievable the difference the way those cars handle and go around corners how they just drive everyday driving down the road how they take bumps and everything it's just unbelievable when you pull into the the cruise spot and you come in there sideways flat people are like what the heck you know how did that camaro just do that without <laughs> rolling over and, yeah uh, when people are following you you can actually watch the suspension articulate as, as you're going down the road and that just freaks people out i mean we have an inboard brake system and um you know, coil over shocks, it's all part of the package. And when someone's following you, they can actually watch that working. And that, that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, man. And that's one of the coolest things I will say. Heights has always been on top of their game. Like, they're red, they're bright, they're cool, they're badass looking. And these things, like Mike was saying, these things perform. Don't let the bolt-on make you think that these things can't handle a turn or a chicane or a road course or an autocross course. Because let me tell you, these things are savage. And like he said, they, they're bolt-on, bird. Me and you could tackle it in the shop. You know, we drive it in on a Friday. We drive it out on a Sunday. And, you know, we're rowing Shambo to see who's picking up the trophies at the autocross. <laughs> yeah. When you talk about bolt-on, it's not a bolt-on part. It's a bolt-on system, right? So the system is what's working. The bolt-on is what, you know, you and I or most people can do to to physically connect it to the card. So that just makes it, you know, a complete dialed-in, you know, all kind of together, ready to go work in unison to go, you know, crank up that fun factor. Our Camaro stuff, I mean, we have a double cross member design for those Camaros so that you're coming into a corner at 140 or, or whatever, and you got to, you're throwing it hard into the corner or you're hitting a six piston brakes really hard. It's not going to move around like a factory one would, you know, it's designed to take those, those forces. And uh, <laughs> like I said, once you get off the autocross track, you drive it home it drives better than it did when it was brand new. You know, you, you get rid of that old, like you said, 60, 80 year old design, you know, steering system and 
drum brakes or at best a single piston caliper old design you know with with great big tires and the horsepower that's available nowadays i mean anybody with a credit card can buy 700 horsepower with no problem whatsoever i mean you better you got to be able to stop that thing too yeah you you got six speeds and and 700 horsepower we're talking about some serious numbers you know on a drag strip or a road course or just on the street you know so you better be able to handle all that. Bird, don't you like how, how Mike says, you know, if you're throwing that first gen Camaro into a turn at 140, 150, it's got to be able to handle. If you did that on a stock Camaro chassis with stock components, that's how people die. <laughs> that's how you fly off the track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You may go into the corner, but you're not coming out of it on four. Yeah, yeah. You're going to come out the other end of the track. Right. That's a one-way corner. <laughs> well, look, I tell you what, man, I, I, we got to take a break now, but when we come back, all right, I got to ask you about what is going on in the world of trucks. Because, man, they are exploding. You guys are on top of that curve as well. So quick break. We're back in just a minute. Kevin Bird, Mike Ruth, Chief Application Engineer at Heights Suspensions. And Willie B, give us a quick minute. We're back at it on the Two Guys Garage Podcast. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B, and we have Mike Ruth, Chief Application Engineer of Heights Suspension, on with us today. And I got to tell you, Mike, there are a lot of vehicles and a lot of applications that you guys service, and you guys build amazing kits for. There's a universal one that is, you know, for guys like me, for the Mopar side, that, you know, you're looking for something that that is going to take the performance level to the next level in your car. It's one thing to use the, you know, like Kevin was saying earlier, the stock pivot points and just tightening everything up. But it's another thing to next level probably to step up to something like an IRS, an independent rear suspension or an independent front suspension, things like, you know, that Heights is doing that's, again, all easy, all bolt on. So, like I said, applications galore, but you guys, I saw on your website, are starting to do a lot of cool suspension kits for C10s, for Chevy trucks. Are, are trucks exploding like we're seeing? I mean, everybody and anybody wants to, wants to be in a truck, wants to hot rod it, wants to road course it. They're doing it all kinds of stuff with trucks now. It, it's it's actually absolutely out of control. And again, we were <clears throat> kind of lucky that we got in on the, you know, we developed our, our um, new system for the front almost five years ago for these trucks. They're completely bolted, 100%. And um, wow. same same deal. What we did, we didn't just modify a, a, a street rod deal. We started with a clean piece of paper. We changed the, the material for the cross member from 10 gauge to seven. We increased the diameter of the upper control arm to an inch and a quarter, inch and a half on the lower control arm. I mean, these things are built really, really beefy. So the nice thing is you can blast around with the thing, but you can throw a camper on the back and haul your boat to the lake if you want to. And so, it's, you know, I mean, that's why we did it. We thought a lot of guys are like, well, I still want to use my truck. You know, I'm like, okay, well, we'll make it so you can. And that's what we did. We came out with a bolt-in four link. And now our newest thing is, uh, is uh, the bolt-in IRSs. Uh, we've got them several different ways. We, you can actually buy a whole rear frame section from us that bolts into the, into the truck and um, comes complete with the whole IRS system. And that, for the guys that want to put a little wider tire in than normal, you know, that's why we made that frame. We actually arched the frame up a little more so you could put a tall, wide tire. That's the feedback we got is that people wanted that. So that's what we did, you know. 
I mean, we listen to guys like you. We listen to people that are out there. We're all, I'm a, you know, as you know, uh, Willie, I'm a drag racer. I've been racing my whole life. I'm gone every yeah, day. Yeah, man. Our shows, I love it. I can't get enough of it. So I listen to what's going on and what people want, you know. And, you know, we decide, okay, let's do this because, you know what, people are asking us. Trucks are hot. They're fairly affordable, you know, compared to buying a Camaro or a Cuda or something like that. And, uh, you know, once you take out all the stock suspension and put this in, put an LS motor in, they're pretty wicked vehicles, you know. Oh, my God. It's yeah, it's everything you have in modern hot rods and muscle cars, but the old lines that everybody loves to see and gets everybody fired up when it rolls into the, you know, the the cars and coffee, the swap meet, the parts show, the car show, the, you know, autocross, wherever you go, people love seeing these old cars. Yeah, I think you guys are kind of responsible for why they're so hot because, you know, everybody loves <laughs> a truck because they're so utilitarian. They look cool. Like I said, it's got the good lines on it. It's got the good look. But, you know, when your friend's out there carving it up in his 68 Camaro and it's set up real nice and you're sitting there in this floppy old rickety truck, but all of a sudden you throw a frame under there, you throw some suspension under there, and all of a sudden you're hauling, you're loading, you're taking your camper, you got your kids in there, whatever, and then your buddy's out with a 68 Camaro and you're hanging side by side, you know? Like, you've got everything. <laughs> it's the best of all worlds combined. Yeah, that was, uh, that, I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, there's several reasons, but that's one of them. Uh, is that you can, they're not just a one purpose vehicle, you know, I mean, there's a lot of guys out there, there's lots of other suspension companies and you can buy a complete race ready suspension for a car. You're going to have to go to a chassis place and have it put on and all that, but that car on a road course will be ferocious. The problem is that's all it's good for. You can't drive it on the street. They sit really low. They ride terrible. You know, ours, you can you got the best of all the worlds, you know, if you, like I said, you want to throw a boat on, you know, hook it up to the back of uh, your, your truck and take it to the river and hang out all weekend and, you know, maybe take it in the lake during the day and then hit the autocross track later on that afternoon. You can do all that in the same weekend with the same vehicle. Well, so, kind of cool. Yeah, kind of cool. That is, that's the definition of cool, man. Uh, it doesn't get much better than that. Tell us real fast what you've seen as far as just performance upgrades with, you know, your Pro G series, because I really think if people are looking for suspension, you know, parts in a, in a really wicked kit that like, you know, like you were saying, you can get in a shot with a couple friends and throw this Pro G series underneath your car. It dynamically changes the performance, the ride, the feel and, and what you could do with the car. Um, how long have you been developing these? What was kind of the story but you know that that created such an aggressive bolt-in suspension kit. Well, we you know we made upper and lower control arms like everybody else did you know 15 years ago or whatever. And then you know we started looking at trying to adapt a rack and pinion to that platform and trying to um, you know you get a drop spindle and we're looking at this going we're changing so much stuff. Why don't we just sit down with a clean sheet of paper and design a front frame section that bolts in that's going to be able to handle all that stress and, and, you know, not just in a straight line, but, you know, big wide road race tires. And let's pretend we're building a race car that, you know, you're going to be able to drive on the street. So, I mean, we have a purpose built spindle uh, for our cars um, that, you know, eight degrees positive caster, no problem at all. Two degrees negative camber. If that's what you want, you can dial that in or even more. We specifically developed a set of coilover shocks for these cars which we build in-house 100%. We machine the valving, we machine the bodies of the shocks. Everything's done 100%, including assembly in-house at our, at our place. 
because we wanted them a certain way and we couldn't get them that way. So we said, well, let's just invest some money and, and, and uh, bring it in house. And it was a very expensive and, and endeavor. It took a while to get it going, but it's been going now for, I guess, four or five years and it, it, it couldn't be better. I mean, we're just, um, we're able to change those, you know, like when we did the truck series, we used the same concept with the shock. We just made it a little more, you know, uh, a longer stroke and a little beefier on some ends of it. And, you know, same, same typical valving that we put in the, in the autocross shocks. And, uh, it's, re- it's really working out well. We're, um, it's amazing how many people are doing that. It's the nastiest looking thing you could ever bolt on under a car by far. <laughs> like if you want to straight call the savage department, this is this is what you would get right here. It is the nasty, like from the back bird. You ever seen these on a car? Oh, absolutely. Like the way it sits, the way it looks, the signature height's red. Like it is just, God, is it cool looking. Everything's made in the USA too. I mean, we partnered up with, with Willwood so you can get any everything from like a, a standard four piston caliper, you know, on an 11 inch rotor all the way to a 17 inch rotor with six piston caliper. I mean, if you can't stop with those, you may as well just stay home because, you know, they look like they came off of an airplane. <laughs> um, you know, so everything's all high quality and, and um, yeah. it's got the look. I mean, everything's powder coated and, and, you know, we use all of our kits are available in polished stainless steel. If you want the bling, man, nothing shows it off like polished stainless steel. I mean, even the racks are polished. Our shocks are polished. If you want that, it's a little bit pricey. You're paying for it, but some people really like that. So, and that's available in both our our IFS fronts and IRS rears. I mean, all the control arms and and shafts and everything are all available that way. Which uh, I've seen them on a couple cars. Not really my thing. I don't like cleaning that stuff up. But I'll tell you, you pull into a cruise thing with all that stuff shining, man. It's this. You're you're going to be the king of the drive in that. That's for sure. Yeah. No doubt, man. I'm more into performance side of it. But I like the, I just like the red. What it's just that aggressive, like it so sticks out as so signature. What what is? Tell us real fast before we run out of time. What is the coolest thing that you have ever seen with your independent rear, independent front suspension components under it? There's got to be a car that just sticks out in your mind as like mind blown. There, there's a ton of them. There was a car last year that runnered up at the Riddler Award uh, called Nickelback. A uh, guy named Eddie Denkenberger built that car. It's on the World of Wheels show circuit again this year. It used all of our components. The car's just phenomenal. But as far as uh, that total show car, the owner of Heights, Wal- uh, Wallace Leishon, has a 67 uh, Mustang convertible that we turned into a Shelby clone. And the car looks exactly, when you see it in the parking lot, it looks like a stock 67 GT350. It's a convertible. It's got the factory roll bar in it. But it's got our Pro G front, it's got our IRS rear, and it's got a Roush Coyote motor and a six-speed trans. And when you're driving down the road in this thing, I mean, mm-hmm. it just look people. It just looks like a Shelby. It doesn't look. It, it, it's you know, I mean, it's got a real low mean stance to it. But that car drives. It's incredible how that car drives. The power to weight ratio is unbelievable. Ooh, that's and, nasty. And, uh, we did we did some comparisons. We had we took three or four professional drivers. Um, Danny Pop was one of them. Uh, Evan Smith, the Ford writer. Yeah, we know Evan well. Yeah, we know those guys, man. Yeah, Evan's a good friend of mine. But we we went out to uh, the local racetrack and we did some extensive testing and documented everything and had all these different drivers on a speed stop square, a figure eight course, the road, the two mile road course. I mean, and then an autocross thing and documented it. The difference in times after we changed all that it would blow you away. I mean, and when you see the videos 
of this car originally, and it was all completely rebuilt. It was all new components in that Mustang, but it was 67 Mustang. Yeah. And you see that thing turn at like 80 miles an hour, wallowing all over the place. And then you look at the video from a year later with the new stuff on it. He's taking a turn at 120, and it's like flat, like a like an Indy car or something. It's like, holy mackerel. <laughs> That's exactly what we talked about earlier. That's what it's all about. You got a bitchin', you know, iconic car that, you know, everybody knows what a Shelby is. And, and then, but you don't fight the steering. You don't fight the brakes. You're not fighting the engine. There's tons of room underneath the hood. It's got air conditioning. It's got all the creature comforts, power steering. I mean, he drives that thing 65 miles to work in the summertime just about three days. So that is so awesome. A lot of fun. <laughs> uh, see, that is why that's why we love you guys because you're you're enabling us, you know, the consumer on this end to be able to buy and and install just massive amounts of performance in a short amount of time and it just ups the fun factor it changes the game it makes these cars viable again it makes everybody want to get behind the wheel of one of them it makes them the envy of everybody in the parking lot man so i i'd straight man hug you if you were sitting by me so <laughs> I, I definitely appreciate what you guys have done for us in this world of hot rod muscle cars and racing man because for sure you've changed the game a little bit well, I'm looking forward to working with you on your Charger project. I mean, the metal work that you guys have done uh, is incredible. And, uh, you know, the, the, the Hemi motor in it, the Elephant motor and all that. I mean, I want to get our oh, yeah. car because that'll be that, – that, that'll that's exactly what we designed the stuff for. It's a car like that. I'm, I'm twisting his arm because I, I know he's been drooling. You know, he talks about this a lot. He's in that stage where it's like time to put up or shut up, like – What's he going to order? What's he going to put the credit card down on? And, and I think, man, I think that would look really good underneath that 67 charge. Yeah, man. Oof. Well, look, man, we appreciate it. Keep on doing I'll tell you, I, the thing I love about Mike, guys, is anytime there's a car show, anytime there's a car cruise, anything there's any relatable to cars, Mike's going to be at. He lives for the automobile and the automobile enthusiast. He's out there shaking hands, high-fiving. He's He's got just... A, a massive amount of people that have known him throughout the years in the industry and all the cars, all the platforms that you guys have changed and adapted to. Uh, it really is cool that, that you continually just uh, help us out and, and give us things like for the C10s and for new applications. I jumped on your website and saw stuff for a Ford Torino now. I'm like, unbelievable. You guys are getting them out there for all kinds of applications, and it's just cool to see. Yeah, we want to get the Mopars going next, and I appreciate all the kind words because – you know what? I got a cool job. I get to meet all kinds of, of uh, people that are into cars, doctors, lawyers, you know, guys that work at Jiffy Lube. It doesn't matter. They're all, you know, everybody's got the same common passion and desire. And I get people, you know, I race a lot and I get people, I was at Pomona a couple weeks ago at the Winter Nationals with my car and people were coming up going, hey man, I saw you on a video 25 years ago. He goes, you, you look you look a little older, but you still have that fire. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah, man. I love it. You know, I, I'm never going to. Hey, this could be all of us. This could be all of us, Mike. Kevin's going to be up there one day. His bald spot will be a little bigger than the hair he's got left to be a little grayer. But we're all going to be out there one day doing that same thing, man, just having fun. You know? That's what get, it's about. Getting a walker to get us through the hot rod. <laughs> That's right. The key is, is having fun. Yeah, man. All right. Well, look, guys, that is Mike Ruth. He is the chief application engineer at Heights. How do people see everything you guys are doing and everything you guys are creating? Our website's real easy. It's H-E-I-D-T-S dot com. And um, the phone number's on there. You can hit my extension anytime. 
ask for me. If you got questions, I'd be happy to. I love talking cars. I mean, that's my that's my business. So yeah, man. Any questions at all? You know, feel free to call me anytime. And it's great when you jump on their website. They have specific applications for a lot of vehicles and a lot of cars, but they have universal kits where you know if you're like me, I've got a Mopar, you can get your you know their stuff under your car. So don't be intimidated by it. If you have any questions, Mike is always there helping out. Their technical side is great as well. We love them, man. Heights, go check it out. Heights.com, Mike. We so appreciate you for your time. Okay. Anytime, brother. We'll talk soon. All right, so there you go, Kevin. The biggest, I think, by far the biggest game changer is when you bolt in something like Heights offers and you go riding from a car that was stock to a car that is now capable of slaying all others in an autocross or a road course. Yeah, I don't think, you know, unless somebody's really gotten into a true old car, you know, after driving all these new cars for the last 50 years, to go back and remember how terrible and horrible they were. They got you from A to B. Now we're getting from A to B with grins from ear to ear, you know? And so when you can transform a car like that, man, there's nothing like it. And with the market right now so hot for resto mods, you can fear not going in and modifying your old classic car in ways that make it more fun and people are going to pay for it, you know? Yeah, you know what, Kevin, you hit a good point because... Now the people that are coming of age that have a little expendable income can buy these cars. They want them to drive like they're, you know, like they're newer cars. They want to feel the road. They want to be able to sling it around some turns. So, you know, guys like Mike at Heights are, are allowing people to take these old cars and really just change in the world to, to the point where, God, it is so cool pushing around an old hot rod with all the amenities and creature comforts of a new car. But yet, it you know, it handles... You know, not like a 67 Mustang or a 67 Charger, but like a new rad, you know, sports car. That's right, man. <laughs> All right. Well, God love it. Hopefully we'll do that on our TV show, which is, by the way, airing weekends on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Episodes also now streaming on Motor Trend On Demand, which is a great way to find us and get us. Again, thanks to our guest, Mike Ruth, Chief Application Engineer of Heights. My man, Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B., our producer of Scoop, and our executive producer is Bob Ecker. And don't forget to check out our website. Awesome content on there, uh, twoguysgarage.com. And share your thoughts with us on social, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. Two Guys Garage Podcast is a copyright 2020, Britain Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. I feel like we should go do some donuts and burnouts now, bro. We should race in some shifter carts or something. <laughs> I'm game. <laughs> all right, catch you on the next one. Sign me up. All right, we'll see you guys on the next Two Guys Garage Podcast. Two Guys Garage Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Britain Productions. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.